Hi guys, it's Sister Spill and welcome back to Spillcast. I hope you all are having a great week so far, a great summer. I know a lot of you guys are probably out of school unless you're, you know, in a different country um, where school isn't out or it's, you know, year round or whatever it is. So I know everyone's circumstances are different, but I personally am out of school. And if you're not out of school, you're probably going to be out of school soon um, if you live in the U.S. But anyways, congrats to all of you guys, um, for making it through this school year. It was hard. It was hard, um, for sure. But yeah, I think, I don't know. It's, a it's a weird school year to be going through, but I hope that you guys, you know, did okay at least and did your best and all that. So anyways, um, story time about (laughs) my, school year. So basically, I'm someone who has always gotten straight A's, like just been a really good student, kind of just really influenced by my parents in that way. And I've talked about this before, but this year was especially hard because like in some ways it was really easy, but I think really just this last, because this last quarter was really hard for me um, because I know some schools go by like semester or whatever which we do too we call them semesters but like we also just call it like first term second term third term fourth term or quarter or whatever it is so fourth quarter I struggled because I had three different AP tests to do and so on top of that I had regular homework and so I had like issues kind of prioritizing like okay do I study for the AP test or do I do this math homework or whatever it was or do I do this work project that I'm supposed to be doing like or do I go hang out with a friend that I haven't seen in forever you know so like it was kind of hard balancing like so many different aspects of my life um and so because of that my math grade fell a little bit I think it was I don't know if it ever went to a C, I don't know, but it was like a B or whatever. And I know like before any of you guys are like, it's fine, like it's just a B. I know it's okay, but just because I want to like apply to really selective colleges, unfortunately it matters a lot. And so I was like upset about it. I was stressing. And so I emailed my math teacher like two or three times, you know, in the last couple of weeks. And I was just like, yo, like, is there anything I can do to bring up my grade? Like what's going on? Blah, blah, blah. And he just is so bad at responding, like, like just never responded to my email. Like, even just acknowledging that you saw it would be nice, but the fact that he just didn't say anything was so, like, frustrating to me. And so I had my mom email him, and I thought, you know, maybe because she's a teacher and she, like, said that in the email, and she's a parent, like, he would respond to her. Nope. He acknowledged that he saw the email in class, but he, like, said something broad, like, to the whole class about something that was in my email. And he's like, yeah, if you guys had an AP test during this assignment, blah, blah, blah. So like, and that was something that we mentioned in the email. So he definitely like read the email. He just never responded to my, my mom or me. So yesterday comes around and school's like out, but yesterday was kind of like a weird, like half day. It was like a yearbook day. So like you go and pick up your yearbooks and like, I guess it could, like if you wanted to go to your class, you could, but like, it's not really a real school day. So I didn't go to school yesterday, but, um, And I didn't, like, I wasn't going to go because I didn't get a yearbook this year, um, so I had no reason to go, but I texted my mom and I was like, you know what, like, my math grade is still, like, a B, it was a B plus at this point, and I'm like, I really don't know what to do because I've, I've had all A's, like, and this is the one thing that's bringing me down, and so she's like, 
yeah, I think you're just gonna have to go into school and talk to him. So I did. <laughs> um, and I go up to him and I start talking to him about my grade. And I'm like, hey, like I was hoping to talk to you about anything I can do to raise my grade. Like, you know, I know, you know, I was late on some assignments and things like that. But, you know, I just it's hard communicating over email. And he basically started like talking to me and it sounded like he was like, just not going to help me like whatever. And so I started getting teary eyed. And no, I did not do this on purpose to make him feel bad for me. Like, I'm just a very, like, emotional person, especially when it comes to, like, authority, I feel like. Anytime, like, just throughout my whole life, if I've ever gotten, like, yelled at or, like, gotten in trouble by a teacher or, like, literally just, like, getting in trouble is something that I hate, 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 hate. Like, I am sort of, like, a people pleaser in that way where I just, like, don't like to make people upset or I don't want people to see me like that. Like, I don't want to see, like, I won't, I don't want my teacher to see me as, like, a bad student or someone that was slacking off or whatever um and so I got teary-eyed because I was like oh shoot like the things he's saying to me like it sounds pretty grim for my grade like it seems like he's not gonna just bring it up at all um and so he was talking to me and then he asked me a question like oh well how have your other classes been like how have you been doing in those classes and I just like I tried to talk and I was so choked up like I literally just started like crying (laughs) I just started crying in front of him and I was like oh my god I cannot believe that I'm doing this like I'm literally crying in front of my math teacher that's cute but yeah I started crying in front of my math teacher and I was like and I had my mask on so it was like I couldn't breathe like I, I was basically having having an anxiety attack in front of him but I was trying to contain myself the best I could like I was shaking too because like I I didn't expect to like have to go in to class and talk to him but like I guess you have to do what you have to do when they don't respond to you so anyways I was terrified like first of all going in but then also just when he like started talking to me as if my grade couldn't be raised I was like freaking out and so I just started like sobbing in front of him um couldn't breathe and he's just like uh like and I was like sorry sorry like I was getting so like emotional and I could tell that it was making him like uncomfortable not in the way where it's like I don't know not like a bad uncomfortable but more just like oh shoot like what do I do so long story short he ended up raising my grade to an A but then I just like the second I left my classroom or left his classroom I just started sobbing because I I don't know I just felt so bad that like the reason that he raised my grade was most likely because he saw me crying and like literally didn't know what to do because it makes me feel like I wasn't deserving of that grade and like I I talked to like my friend about it and she's like no don't worry you deserve that A but I'm like I don't know like I did turn assignments in late you know I didn't get I I got some bad scores on a couple quizzes things like that but also at the same time I when I was talking to him there was one assignment that he actually never put a grade in for and so I told him that and he was like, oh shoot, you're right. And he put it in and it brought me to an A minus. And then he's like, you know what? We'll just bring it to an A. So that's kind of how it happened. But I was crying and like, then he was just asking me about like where I wanted to go to college and things about math and whatever. So he was, he was being really nice. Like I don't dislike this teacher, but I'm not like the biggest fan of him. And I just, yeah, I just left and I was just like, thank you so much. Like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good summer. Like I was trying to be super polite, but I just, I felt like really bad after. Cause I'm just like, I hope that the, the reason that he, I mean, well, it probably is the reason that he gave me an A. Like if I had never gone into his classroom and talked to him about my grade, I don't think that I would have gotten that A just because 
he's so hard to communicate with. I, you know, like it's just, it's so hard, but he did tell me, he's like, yeah, I appreciate your willingness to come in and actually talk to me. So I think that helped too, but that was, that was my little fun story about school. Um, I can't believe I cried in front of my math teacher, but it happened and I got the A, so (laughs) everything worked out, but it was interesting. So anyways, that's kind of it. Um, I'm trying to think of what else is going on. I'm going to California today to visit my friend. Um, I'm flying alone. I did this last year too. I don't know if I mentioned it on my podcast last year. I don't remember if I did, but I will be back in time to record next week's podcast. I get back on Sunday, the 13th. So I will be recording the podcast the next day because I'll be home. So no need to worry about that. But yeah, um, I think we're just going to get into some advice. There's also just like a lot to talk about as far as like tea too, I feel like. Um, but that might be safe for like an actual YouTube video. We'll see where the advice gets us. But let's get into the advice. Also, I'm chewing gum right now. So if you guys have been hearing like any chewing sounds, I apologize. Um, I just like just put this gum in and I don't want to spit it out now. <laughs> so... This person DM'd me and said, hey girl, I love your videos. Your voice is so relaxing. So I started listening to your podcast last year and every time I have trouble sleeping, your voice helps me so much. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so glad. Um, So I have this one friend that I love to the bone and me and her met five years ago at the beginning of high school. We clicked and started hanging out instantly. Now, of course we had fights, but ever since we finished high school last year, she, we drifted apart so much. She promised we would talk and see each other like every month, but I haven't seen her for a while now. She doesn't respond to my texts, and every time she's in town, she doesn't text me. When I asked her why she doesn't text me, she says, she said, I don't know. Um, I'm not really sure what to do because I really care for her, and I was always her last choice for her in those five years of friendship. If you have any advice or you could help me somehow, I would be so grateful. Um, English from a second language. No, your English is great. Okay, so I know you're not going to want to hear this, but it's probably best for you to move on. And the reason I say that is because it's only dragging you down to pursue this friendship when this girl clearly is just not interested in putting the the same time and energy into you as you want to put into her. I mean, the fact that she is in town and just doesn't want to meet up with you, doesn't respond to you, or super just like evasive and, and doesn't communicate with you, that's just like horrible treatment from someone like if I were you I would just like I know it I know it hurts but like it's not worth it to me to pursue a friendship and chase after someone friendship relationship whatever it is if they're not interested because and and I'm I'm not like saying this to be harsh or whatever but like sometimes people just have to tell you straight up like I don't think that she's interested in being your friend anymore which sucks it really sucks and if I were in your position, I would be super upset, but I think that's something that maybe you should come to terms with because, I mean, at this point, like, I'm not sure what else you do because you've tried texting her, you've tried communicating, you've tried hanging out with her when she's in town, things like that, and it's just, it hasn't worked. She hasn't put the same energy into you. And so I think if anything, if you guys are going to reconcile your friendship, it's probably going to be on her side and not from you, or at least it should be, because I don't know, maybe once you stop reaching out, she's like, wait, like I do kind of miss that friendship or whatever. But when you constantly reach out and you're constantly the one chasing after her, it might 
send the wrong message or make her feel like oh like why is this girl so like trying to be friends and I know it's not just like some random person like you guys were good friends for years I totally get that it's not easy to like let go of a friendship like that but clearly she's like going through something right now where maybe she feels like this isn't a necessary friendship in her life or something like that and it it does happen I mean unfortunately most high school friendships for a lot of people at least kind of just drift apart like people drift apart all the time in your life I've talked about this before but like it's it's so rare to have someone stick with you for your whole entire life I mean even family members sometimes like and I'm not talking about like deaths in the family but even just like you know differences you might have with your parents throughout the years or whatever like people come and go there's always there's always going to be new people coming into your life and always going to be people leaving your life and that's just kind of how it works so I feel like kind of just embrace that it's it's true that's how it goes and maybe start searching for a new friendship a new someone that's going to actually put effort into you because this girl is just not not doing that for you and like I said, it sucks. I mean, it's hard to think about, but I'm going to be, well, I guess I technically am a senior now because school's out. So, um, I'm approaching senior year, which means I'm graduating soon. And like, you know, I have no idea where half of my friendships are going to go. Like, of course I would love to think like, you know, happily ever after all my friendships are going to last for years and years. And I'm going to stay in contact with all these people after high school. But I, I mean, first of all, I'm going to college out of state and a lot of my friends are staying in state or they're going to other areas and things like that. So it's like, I'm not saying it's unrealistic and impossible because I truly don't believe that at all. I've always been someone who's had long lasting friendships, really long lasting friendships. I mean, my friend in California that I'm visiting, I've literally known her since we were babies because our, our parents were friends. So we literally hung out together um, when we were babies. And so we've known each other for our entire lives, like entire lives. And I visited her, you know, like every year or so. But that that is a little bit rare, not like extremely rare. Like most people do have long lasting friendships, but like, you know, it doesn't always work out like that for some people. And so, yeah, it's it's kind of weird to think about, but especially after something as big as high school and graduating and, and moving on to college or whatever else you guys are doing, like it's it's bound to happen that you will drift away from people. And so I think that's something that maybe you're just having trouble accepting is the thing. Because I feel like once you accept it and you just start working toward, okay, I'm just going to move on. I'm going to accept that right now she's not in a place to want to be friends with me. Like, that's when you're probably going to start healing from it because the more you chase after her, the more it's going to hurt. So yeah, that's basically my advice to you. I hope that helps, but I'm really sorry that you're going through this because that's, I mean, it's such a tough situation and you know, it's not easy for anyone. But anyways, next DM. Um, hi, such a spill. I love your podcast and I've been watching your channel since what happened to Paul Zimmer. Oh wow. You've been here for a while (laughs) and I really like your voice. Is that creepy? No. Guys, if you compliment me on my voice, it's not creepy. I get so many like comments and DMs like that. Like, oh, don't want to be weird, but I love your voice. Like, no, it's it's not weird. It's it's so funny to me. Um, so anyways, they said in class, because we were talking about this and some boys in my class asked if they could identify a box or an attack helicopter, stupid stuff like that. Okay, a little confused, but we'll keep reading. Um, my teacher said they could and I got really mad. So I blurted out that they can't and it's really transphobic. 
I got in trouble. I got detention for this and now my friends don't want to be my friends anymore. They see me as a mean person who doesn't respect people's opinions. I have nobody to talk to because they were my only friends and my parents are too busy arguing to care. I don't know if I'm in the wrong and it's my fault or I'm the good person. I really don't think the kids in my class should have said those things and my teacher shouldn't have said they could. I don't know what to do and I need advice. Thank you and I love your podcast videos. Podcasts and videos. Um, okay, I gotta like reread that first part because I don't understand. Oh, oh, so some boys in my class asked if they could identify as a box or an attack helicopter. Okay, so they were basically just making fun of like how people identify it as different things. I see. Okay, so yeah, I mean, what they said was insensitive. You never know who's around you who is someone who identifies as something other than like the basic um, pronouns or, um, I just lost my train of thought, but anyways, you, like, you never know who's around you, who you could offend, who might think that what you're saying is insensitive, and, and that's, like, the hardest thing, and I mean, and even if you're not around anyone, like, maybe just don't say that stuff in the first place, you know, like, if you're, like, a decent person, maybe just don't, don't make fun of other people for things like that, like, they choose to express themselves that way, so what, like, it doesn't affect you, it's fine, like, move on, um, I think you were right to stand up against them, um, and if your teacher's allowing this, I feel like that's also kind of unprofessional on, on their part, because a teacher is supposed to kind of calm down situations, or maybe not side with one person, I just feel like teachers need to be professional in, in that they, are helping students, you know, see each other's differences, not just like siding with one group or, or n- another. Like they're supposed to be somewhat neutral. And so it just seems weird to me that like you would be the one that gets punished and they just don't get anything. Um, and the fact that like your friends don't want to be friends with you anymore, that's also a red flag from like their side because why like, why would someone not want to be friends with you just because you stood up for something that you thought was wrong? Like, that to me is, like, just not good friend material. But I feel like, I mean, if you really care about these friends and, like, you're good friends with them, I mean, I feel like it's very worth it to, like, try and have a conversation with them and explain to them exactly what happened and why it was insensitive and things like that and why you felt the need to do that. Because sometimes people just hear, like, oh, you know, this person got detention and they think, you know, they must have done something really bad or they are, you know, they were overreacting or they, whatever it is. But like, just because you get detention, I mean, it doesn't always mean it's justified. So maybe your friends are just thinking, oh, detention, and then kind of associating that with like something bad, not wanting to be friends with you. So maybe clarifying would help you in the situation. I'm not saying it will, but like you could always try if you haven't already. Um, and also, you know, if you don't have anyone to talk to, I'm very glad that you like reached out to me because that's, that's kind of like my whole point with this advice segment is like a lot of people just don't have people to talk to. They don't have places to vent or, um, you know, get help for their problems and I'm no therapist I'm literally struggling with a ton of these things just like you guys are but my whole point is to help people who just literally don't have anywhere to ask for help or don't feel like they do so you know I'm glad that you reached out to me and I hope that like some of the stuff that I'm saying is helpful but um I don't don't back down and don't feel like you're a bad person because literally all you did 
did was stand up to insensitive comments made by guys. I mean, that's insensitive comments are made all the time and not many of us have the courage to actually say something to people when people do make insensitive jokes or comments. So the fact that you did that, I feel like that's really, that's honestly brave of you and it's really admirable. So don't like, don't back down from that. And that's how you feel. And that's something that you felt needed to be called out. So yeah, I don't think you did anything wrong in this situation. And I don't think that there's anything you really should do as far as this goes. Like, um, except for just trying to talk to your friends, trying to get them to understand your side. Um, but yeah, don't, don't do anything. Don't back down from your opinion. It it was your opinion and that's how you felt. And I feel like you were right in, in calling them out. So I really wouldn't worry about it too much, but I know it's, you know, it's a very complicated situation. So this next DM said, hey, sister spill. I love your podcast so much. And I listen to all of your episodes. I have a situation that I need some advice on. So I have this friend, let's call her Zoe. I met her on TikTok. She just messaged me. I don't know. And then asked for my number. I gave her my email to be safe just in case. Smart. Um, anyways, we FaceTimed a couple times. I don't like FaceTime, but it was whatever. Then after two weeks or so, she asked me to be her girlfriend. I was kind of uncomfy because we hadn't been talking for long and it felt really rushed. Plus, I don't even like her like that. Not to mention, we live on opposite sides of the country and would never meet anyways. I rejected her and it turned out okay. The next day, she adds me to a group chat with her friends and FaceTimes us. It was weird because I didn't want to be in the group chat and she never asked me. Now she calls me every day and like I said before, I hate FaceTime. The first part of the message is... Oh, sorry. Um, I ran out of the room, so I'm continuing the message here. She will call me and not even be in the room or watch TikTok or something. And when I try to hang up, she guilt trips me. I know I should maybe move on and stop talking to her, but she's really going through it and I don't want to hurt her. I have not been answering her calls for about a day now, but I don't know if that's the best move. I wish I never gave gave her my number in the first place, but I can't go back. I'm sorry this is so long, but do you have any advice on what I should do? Thank you so much and have a great day or night. Okay. A couple things. So... With this, I have kind of had similar situations where I've had clingy internet best friends. I've had, you know, multiple internet friends over the years. There's only really, there's only one that I've really like stayed in contact with and like still talk to. Technically two, but uh, the other one I haven't been talking to recently. But other than that, like internet friends really do come and go. They like, you know, a lot of times people find comfort in internet friends because it's like there's no pressure of like being there physically like in real life and like you can just I just feel like that they're like sometimes some of the best friends you can ever have because you just can open up to them so much and they're just it's just so much like cooler it's such a cool experience but you know with that being said there are also internet friends that can be pretty clingy pretty weird say weird things do weird things and i've definitely experienced that before i mean i remember there was this friend that i had that was super clingy like literally didn't even know this kid um which obviously is a point of internet best friends but like didn't know this person like kind of just like really i don't know it was an odd thing like i was trying to be friends with him but he was very much like flirty and attached to me in the weirdest way I didn't even know how to describe it it was such a weird weird thing um but I like you know was like oh well he's being nice so I'm just like gonna ignore it but you know there comes a point where you just kind of have to realize that you have boundaries and other people need to respect your boundaries so if this whole thing is making you uncomfortable which it clearly is um I feel like literally just do what's best for you and and that's so hard because like you said you feel 
bad because they're going through it right now but that's the thing though that's where they're getting you that's literally like I don't want to go as far as to say manipulation but like it could be I don't know the situation that well so like it could or couldn't be manipulation but I feel like to me just like on the surface looking at it it is a little bit manipulative for them to maybe like if they're actively telling you like you know I have all these issues or or FaceTime me all the time or whatever like they're being so clingy to the point where you feel like you can't do your own thing without worrying about like what's going on with them and things like that which is an issue I mean you shouldn't be controlled by like this one internet friend so I would really watch out for that if you do decide to continue talking to them but I really think I don't know I I can also see their side because when you do get internet friends it's like it's easier to be bold and and say things like oh you want to be my girlfriend and all sorts of things but it's there just comes a point where like things do get weird and like you don't even know this person and they don't know you and like even if you have facetimed like internet friends there are limitations to how much you know these people and so it can be really hard to decide like you know do i actually like this person do i know this person very well um and so i would say in this situation clearly you're feeling very uncomfortable about this you literally said you wish you never gave her your number so I say keep dodging the calls um just don't respond unless you're willing to actually confront the situation and like write out a whole thing or even call them or whatever and say hey here's what's going on I'm feeling uncomfortable I don't think this is the best situation for me can we take a break or can we just or I don't think this is the best friendship for me to be in and then that's it or whatever like who knows maybe maybe she's gonna be really understanding but on the other hand I can see how it'd just be easier to just not say anything because that's kind of the beauty of internet best friends like you can literally stop talking to them and just like you could block her number you could remove her on any social media and just never talk to her again but at the same time like I feel like even though they are online maybe not saying you owe anything to her but maybe it is better that you do kind of give her some sort of closure and explain the situation explain how you're feeling and if you do that and she's like refusing to let go of you or still trying to call you or still trying to contact you that's when I'd say literally just block this person and move on because um I feel like even if they're going through things it's not that's not a reasonable like justification for them trying to like call you and and be clingy and things like that like that just it just it's it gets weird you know it gets weird at that point and I feel like at your point it is getting weird so I would say do what's best for you and just stop talking to this person like I really really don't think that it's the best idea but yeah I I hope that helped and please update me on this um the next DM said, hey, I'm in grade eight and I'm going to high school in a few months, but I'm worried I'm going, I'm not going to make friends and it's going to be hell. So please, can you help me? And maybe I have anxiety, but I'm not sure because when I'm with a lot of people, I don't know. Sometimes I get heartbeats, but really hard. So can you help me? By the way, I'm Dutch. I love your podcast. Okay. Well, the heartbeat thing, I mean, that's kind of, obviously I'm not like a psychiatrist. I'm not going to like say what is or isn't anxiety or whatever but I mean everyone gets heartbeats from time to time I feel like anxiety more at least for me is like my hands get super shaky um 
and then they turn numb after a few minutes and then it's more like of a it's like an inner trembling if that makes sense like I'm shaking but like on the inside and the outside but like yeah and then like really just like shallow breaths like getting like choked up like if you're gonna cry that's kind of what it is for me um but I don't know it it really varies from person to person I I feel like if you feel like you're struggling with anxiety maybe going to a therapist or a doctor or a parent or a counselor anyone that you have available would be helpful just because sometimes it really does help to actually talk to like someone who can get you help or is a professional um because you know if you're diagnosed with something like that it kind of helps because it's like okay now I know you know and now I, I can try and find solutions or things to make this feel better for me so that's what you should do as far as the anxiety thing please reach out please it's worth it um and then as far as making friends I've talked about this so many times on my podcast so I mean honestly you could go to any of my episodes and probably hear something about it but I I really think like the number one tip is just be so friendly to everyone and give off a really good vibe give off the vibe that you want to give but like still be yourself because you don't want to act like a fake person and attract people who like are attracted to this fake persona that you're projecting like you want to pro- you want to project you want to attract people who are actually interested in like your true self i guess so make sure you're like actually being yourself but be really friendly compliment people if you like someone's shoes or their hair or their shirt or their backpack or, or whatever it is like find the smallest little reasons to talk to people or ask someone about an assignment in the classroom, like little things like that can actually spark good conversation if you ask the right person or talk to the right person. So yeah, I would say like one of the biggest things is just being friendly, projecting like a really good, like positive energy out to people because I mean, there really have been people where I've just looked at them or like seen them interact with other people and I've been like, oh, that person seems like so cool. I would love to be friends with them. So if you kind of like send that energy out you know other people might be like oh i want to be friends with this person um so yeah be really friendly compliments um start conversation whenever you can and i feel like those are just really my best tips it's like i don't know it it's not simple but those are like some of the smallest things that you can do and sometimes it really just works out like sometimes you know there isn't much you can do um and you just kind of go with the flow and you end up meeting someone so yeah okay so I know that was like a short advice segment um but that's kind of all the advice that I'm giving I also didn't get as much advice as usual because I did take a break um last week because of Memorial Day and so um I think people kind of just were a little bit stagnant sending that in but feel free to send in the advice also again remember I love um very unique stories so as much as I love giving you guys advice on all your friendship issues I hear like the same types of stories all the time so sometimes it gets hard to like give unique advice because I'm like I've already given advice on this exact situation or a similar situation so if you guys have like unique ideas be sure to um send them over to me for my podcast I will really appreciate that um but yeah I wanted to kind of talk about some recent tea that's going on first of all the whole Sienna May and Jack Wright situation. Um, if you guys didn't know, Sienna May is a TikToker, so is Jack Wright, and they were really confusing the internet for a while because it seemed like they were together and they weren't together and then they were together and it was just very, very confusing for everyone because they were kind of one of those pairs that just kind of, 
I mean, honestly, they they made a relationship or a fake relationship for the views or for the entertainment of their followers. And, you know, it's such a tough situation because this does involve trigger warning, sexual assault. Um, and so it's it's hard because it's like, you know, everyone says, believe the victim. Um, but I, it's, I am like really, really bad sometimes at deciding for myself, like what's true or who I believe just because I'm a very, like, I don't even know how to describe it. I'm, I'm someone that can see both sides of everything so easily. Like I will feel empathetic towards everyone. Um, and I will, see both sides to so many things not everything obviously I mean there are a lot of things that I just can't see both sides to that are just plain like wrong and whatever and I'm not saying that that's like in this situation but just in general like a lot of these things where it's like well what what if we don't know something on this other side or whatever it makes it so hard for me because I'm like ah, like I'm a very like fair-minded person I really want things to be fair I want things to be equal um and if you guys are interested in astrology, I have a Libra moon. And so that's like, those are really big traits of Libras is like being, that's like a lot of them are like lawyers because they really like to be fair. They see both sides, things like that. Um, and so I actually really see that in myself because I'm like, I really have a hard time like not seeing the other side of things. And that can be a strength, but also a weakness for this specific situation. It's really confusing me because I'm like, of course, I want to believe Jack so much. Like, I I feel so bad for him if he was assaulted and to be honest I am like leaning towards Jack's side because I don't really see I don't know it's so hard it is so hard so far it seems like other people online have also been jumping back and forth like basically the whole situation was everyone thought that they like broke up there was some drama between them which I guess was true except for they were never really together I think it was all for views um but they were friends. I mean, they were childhood best friends and I feel like the internet fame ruined them. And basically what happened was, and I'm still kind of gathering all of this and processing, but Sienna and Jack kind of had a falling out and then some things started coming out. And then one of Jack and James, Jack's twin sister, um, Jack and James, like good best friends, like hometown childhood friends or whatever, put out a tweet where he basically said that Sienna assaulted jack and then sienna was like whoa 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 so she came out with a response video and she was like i deny these allegations i did not do this and i don't want people to be slandering my name so then she went on on a tangent about how she didn't do this and for like a couple days or a day or so or whatever it seemed like there were a decent amount of people that were believing her and they're like oh well you know she is making some good points blah 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 she talked about how she felt led on by jack and how you know she thought it was a real relationship but he kind of just wanted to do it for TikTok views, things like that. It was, you know, just a, such a weird, like, situation is what she kind of was saying. And so people were believing her. And then Jack basically came out with a statement where he kind of stood by what his friend said and, like, just low-key said, like, yeah, it is the truth. Um, just the way he ordered it wasn't, like, extremely clear. But, yeah, he basically said, yeah, what, like, what my friend is saying is true, that he was assaulted. And so then everyone's like, okay, you know what? We should believe Jack. He's the victim here. No matter what Sienna says, we're not believing her. And then Sienna came out with a new video where she talks about everything. And 
is trying to prove her side and so I guess maybe I'm just like a person that gets confused easily or I'm easily gullible or whatever it is but I'm having so much trouble with this situation because I'm just like maybe I have to look into it more maybe I have to do some more research because I probably do I mean I only know the surface level details but this is such a confusing situation to me because it's like you know I really did like Sienna I like Jack too I felt like they were just they radiated positive energy but at the same time like I don't know it's weird because some of the things that Sienna is saying are making sense against Jack, but I could also see Sienna doing something like that, which is weird to me. Um, but like when I think about it, I'm like, you know what? I can see Sienna doing something like that. Like she probably isn't the person that we all thought she was. And here's the thing. I feel like there is wrongdoing on both sides. Even if, if Jack is a, um, if he's an assault victim, like that's completely separate from the fact that like both of them literally were doing so much of what they did for TikTok views, which is, it really bothers me when people do that because I'm someone who just really loves authenticity. And so the fact that they just went online and pretended to be in a relationship and did all this stuff for attention is really like disheartening to me. And I just feel like, I don't know, it it sucks that people feel like they have to do that stuff for fame. And like, look what happened. I mean, they were childhood best friends and it literally ruined them. Like if they had never joined TikTok, I wonder how things would be different because I mean, sure, they might have had a falling out, but like having such a big internet presence and having a lot of that presence based on being in a relationship with that person makes things so much more complicated, so much more like pressure is put on. So I don't know. It is such a tough situation. And I don't want any of you guys listening to take this as like, oh, you know, you're on Sienna's side or you're not taking the side of the victim. No, absolutely not. What I'm saying right now is I'm so confused by the situation. And I just kind of wanted to voice my opinion as far as that goes that right now, as far as all of the stuff that has come out that I've seen, I'm confused about the situation. However, if you guys are listening to this podcast episode later on and let's say we do find out a lot more stuff about Sienna and whatever it is, like don't take anything that I'm saying um, super seriously because I'm just going off of what I know at this moment. Um, But right now, honestly, all I can say is I'm very confused, but this is some huge tea that's been going out. And so I want to do more research and not to the point where I feel like I could make a video about it. Um, but we'll see because I, I really don't want to like get hate for anything. I don't want to like put out the wrong message or whatever. I want to be really unbiased is the thing, but that can be really difficult sometimes. So I don't know. Let me know what you guys think about this whole, whole situation because something is, is definitely off here on both sides, on both sides. I'm confused, honestly. I don't know what the truth is. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what I've, I've been thinking about recently. Um, I'm trying to think of other tea that's been going on. Oh, Josh Richards. I don't know if he got a new girlfriend. I don't know who it is, but he made a TikTok with this girl and, um, they looked pretty comfortable. They seem like, you know, at least they're talking or something romantic is going on. So everyone's commenting like, oh, we're so happy for him. And I am happy for him. I mean, after all of that horrible stuff that he went through with Jaden and Mads and Nessa and that whole situation, like that was awful. Um, I just feel like he really deserves this, so I hope that he's happy. I've never been a big fan of Josh Richards, but, you know, I feel like he deserves something like this after everything that he went through, so I hope that he finds happiness with this girl. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of some of the tea. I can't think of, like, I don't know if there's anything else that I'm missing. I feel like there is, but I feel like the tea has been really dry, other than the huge Sienna and Jack situation. Obviously, that's huge. Like, things have been, like, weirdly dry like I don't know if that's just me or I don't know kind of weird 
But anyways, I think that's all I wanted to talk about in this podcast episode. I would make this a little bit more lively, more long, more inspiring, more exciting. No, I'm just kidding. But I would make it longer if I didn't have to pack for California, but I do. I have not started packing and I leave tonight. So I'm going to do that. And yeah. Oh, by the way, it's Saturday when I'm recording this. Saturday, June 5th. Um, So if more Sienna Jack stuff comes out in the next couple days, don't hate on me if I got everything wrong because I don't know. Um, But yeah, I had to pre-record because I'll be in California on Monday and I'm just not trying to record my podcast on my trip. I can't even. I would have to bring my microphone and everything. So yeah. But anyways, if you guys listen to this podcast episode all the way through, just DM me maybe the thing that you're looking forward to the most this summer. Um, that's what I would like to hear from you guys. For me, it's probably the traveling that I'm doing just because now I'm fully vaccinated and things are really calming down. So I'm really excited to be doing traveling again. Um, but yeah. And if you want to send me advice for this next upcoming podcast episode, DM me on Instagram at sisterspillyt or at spillcastofficial. The Spillcast official one is more for my podcast, but either one works. And you can also send me a voice message through the Instagram DMs if you don't want to do that. Or you can send me an email at sisterspillytt at gmail.com. Or you can send me a voice message at um, on the link in the description of my podcast episode. It'll just take you to Anchor, and that's how you can send a voice message as well. So pick your poison, choose whichever way you want to send advice, but I would love to hear some cool stories from you guys. Even if you have a story that you want to share on the podcast, it doesn't even have to be advice. Share whatever you want. Um, Love the voice messages, so keep sending those. And yeah, all the information is linked in the description of my podcast episode, all the social media and all that. So yeah, I will talk to you guys next week.